Hey guys, welcome to Chat with KST. Today is Tuesday, October the 31st, 2023. So first and foremost, to those of you who celebrate Halloween, um, I just want to say happy Halloween to you guys. And of course, some of us, we do not celebrate it. So I mean, you guys who don't celebrate it can just... um bypass that one but anyway let's start off with our quote of the day um this quote I grabbed was by Napoleon Hill I mean if I can find it right (laughs) all right so he says If you cannot do great things, do small things in a great way. So um, I feel like I totally agree with Napoleon Hill. I feel like sometimes we may want to be like larger than life in the things that we do and the way that we show up in this world. But we don't have... um, We just don't have the things that allow us to do so. So in the meantime, do small things and those will become the building blocks and the stepping stone to all the amazing things, grandiose things that we want, right? That's something that I just learned through maturing. All right. So what we're going to do do is jump into these topics but let me introduce myself first for those of you who do not know me my name is Kay and this is chat with KST an entertainment podcast where we discuss celebrities and the various controversies that they have going on in the media so we just kind of keep up with the topics and stuff like that keep up with the conversation and you know just just discuss right so it should just be like a chill calm hour hour and a half two hours however long um the show goes on for so now that you guys know who i am let's jump into these topics now, I'm going to be quite frank, um, like, I be cussing a little bit over here, but not too much, so just that's just a heads up, but I was fucking up the other day, right, and I say that because, um, for those of you, oh yeah, I should have mentioned this as well, the, po- the audio podcast is, of course, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and the visual is on YouTube where you guys can see me. But where I have been fucking up at is I have this microphone and I keep like bopping around, bopping around, bopping around, telling you guys the things, the juicy details. And I'll be looking back and I'm like, hold on, I can't even hear myself. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you see me pressed against this mic, don't judge, don't make any commentary on it. I am just trying to allow you guys to hear exactly um, what I'm saying and not have it be in and out, in and out, in and out. All right, so that's there is that. Let me pull these topics back up and let's jump into it so yesterday we ended off with little uzi vert 
um, express any emotions on IG. Now, the way in which Little Uzi Vert chose to express herself, I found it to be very eloquent, very um, poised, very... Like, I feel like, I don't know if it was, like, his PR team that helped him out with it or this is actually how Little Uzi Vert is. And matter of fact, I don't think his PR team even helped him out, right? Because there were some typos in it. I just feel like he, um, that came from his heart. And to see such a genuine message come from Little Uzi, I didn't quite expect it. Now, we did discuss how celebrities can be real chaotic with their emotions and the way in which they respond to things that are going on in their daily life. So seeing little Uzi Vert, even though feeling as though he's not as close to his family or his relationship isn't going as good as he wanted and he's not quite where he wants to be in his career, he didn't come online and like throw an emotional temper tantrum, which was really good. And I advised the girlies to, to just tap into him and like, you know, follow his footsteps as it relates to this right so next up um we have um summer walker and krishan now summer walker and krishan they had the incident where um i told you guys that i felt like summer walker was a mean girly right now this um is this um report is from like four days ago so I am like you know catching up playing catch up but let's just jump into what the neighborhood talk had to say about um someone walking Krishan right so someone walker tells Krishan she wasn't using the doll to make fun of Junior's back Krishan says she reached out to sexy red to see if she was tripping about the situation so sexy why 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 are you gonna even mm, mm -mm. <sighs> let me see if i can pull these text messages up all right you should be the last to hand out advice is what it says so um this is between sexy red and or between summer walker You know what? These text messages, mm -mm. let me just go and see the write-up from the Neighborhood Talk. So the Neighborhood Talk says the DM exchange between Summer Walker and Krishan that Krishan posted and deleted. Summer says she wasn't making fun of her and Junior at Walmart. Krishan says she even reacted out, she even reached out, sorry, to Sexy Red to figure out why Summer would shade her thoughts neighbors okay so my thoughts on this is that um yes summer walker can sometimes show up as a mean girl and like she likes to say she's like in her um her villain era right so I feel like that's not me like shading her or saying something bad. I feel like it's something that Summer Walker has said out of her own mouth. Now, I just feel like, Krishan, if you're going to feed into it and give it attention, then feed into it, give it attention, respond. But to bring, like, Krishan has this way of like name dropping other artists 
And I feel like it's something that has to stop. She does it with little baby a lot. And I'm just like, Krishan, you can't keep every time you get into some shit, you start, oh, I spoke to this person. I spoke to that person. I spoke to this person. I get it. You're cool with them, all of that. But remember, like they're going to, if they feel a genuine connection with you, they're going to genuinely express their sentiments. How do you know that they want these sentiments floating all around the internet as like in regards to how they feel? You know what I mean? So I just feel like the name dropping um, that Krishan can do sometimes is a little bit unnecessary. So, um, yeah, I just wouldn't have brought up Sexy Red. Okay, so it's seeming as if Luda Meech and Summer Walker are back to together they were spotted out a couple times um according to the shade room it appears that some of walker and little meech may be back on good terms the singer posted a photo posted a photo of the actor earlier and now it's it looks like they may be enjoying dinner together all right so let's take a look at this video clip All right, so um, that there, <laughs> look, <sighs> I just feel like I can't see the faces, but I also can't confirm or deny if that is who's on her screensaver. But the shade room does say that, hey, they are seen out together, so they may be back on good terms. I do have some photos of them coming up later on in the show actually together. So let's just wait for those just so that we'll have those actual receipts, right? So according to the Holly to Hollywood Unlocked, Tasha K says she asked Nicki Minaj to reconcile with Cardi B and was told to sign an NDA. I'm going to be honest, Tasha K. Um, I would have told you the same thing. I would have definitely told you the same thing. Um, in the industry, I feel like everything is all about imagery and how you present yourself. And when you value your imagery, when you not even when you value your imagery, it's like when you realize that your net worth is connected to the way in which people view you, you remove any negative um things that can come in the way of that because not only are you like fucking with me now it's like you're fucking with my back so I feel like I would have definitely asked you to sign an NDA as well but um let's um see let's jump into the punishment is set in stone the only way to go is up and if I go up her money goes up that's what I want I want all of this behind me I truly want to see Nikki and Cardi. And I've said this to Nikki. I said, I said this to her. She didn't like it. She'll go through bouts where she'll talk to me and she won't talk to me. I don't care because I'm, I'm not starstruck like that. I'm going to tell you the truth. I say, you and Cardi are the same. And she was like, what? I say, you are the same. But... The difference is I, I'm giving you grace and I hold her accountable, but you're older. 
Mm-mm. And the, the reason why I didn't sign the NDA that she wanted me to sign was because I said, if I sign an NDA, the punishment is set in stone. And this is before we went trial, me and Cardi. I said, if I sign this this lifelong tight to till death do us part, even after life NDA, I might as well not go to court with Cardi. You're, so it's like you're y'all. They are truly the same, and they they have they have good traits that make people excited, right? They get they get their their brands excited, but one who's experienced is not sharing her wisdom with someone who's young and up and coming. And I know I know that's hard for her because of how the industry tore her down. But Nikki truly has the tools and the the resources to help pull this young lady up. And even if she helped to pull her up, it's not gonna pull Nikki the fuck down. For you, and this is before. Okay. So, um, I feel like that is a lot to digest as it relates to what Tasha K just said. Now, I feel like everyone would love to see Cardi B and Nicki Minaj on good terms, right? I feel like maybe the stands on Twitter are like, no, but for the most part, we all we all want to see Nicki and Cardi um, be on good terms. What I'm not going to do is allow, you know, um, a situation like this to placate Nicki Minaj as the bad guy. Now, if you, I feel like if Sasha K is now reconciling things with, um, with Cardi B, that is good for her, not only in terms of her emotional health mental health um her image on social media but it is also good for her financially so i feel like tasha k should accept the <laughs> the gates of heaven that god has opened up for her in terms of her not having to be indebted to cardi b um so i feel like Tasha K should put her focus there as it relates to anything else in terms of Nikki and Cardi. I feel like we have to allow people to c- come to their own um, decision as it relates to who they want to speak to and who they want to connect with. Now, again, I would love to see Nikki and Cardi um, connect with each other. I'm just saying, um, Tasha's trying to kill two birds with one stone. And it's like, all right, Tasha, hold on, hold on there, buddy. And I feel like there's also this element of speaking her truth, yeah, but being a little bit too honest in this moment, right? And what do I mean by too honest? Sometimes you can omit certain things when you are venting, right? Just keep keep it, keep it in the cut, right? But like even signing the NDA, I wouldn't have brought that up. Even like um, saying, oh, well, I hold Cardi accountable, but I don't hold you accountable. Like Even like things like that, I just would not have brought it up. Why would I have not brought it up? Tasha K, you chose to not hold Nicki Minaj accountable. Nicki Minaj didn't say, hey, get online and don't hold me accountable for all the things that I've done. You willingly chose and said, hey, you know what? Mm, 
I'm not going to focus on that. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on this. This was something that you chose to do. So we have to sometimes take accountability for our own actions and be like, I, right, you know what? I see that I'm not taking this person accountable anymore. So instead of articulating it, every time you get on your platform, you hold her accountable, right? If that messes up whatever relationship you and her may have behind the scenes, then that's also something that you know, you would have to face as well, which I know like Tasha K always speaks and says, hey, look, I'm not here for the celebrities and I'm not here, like I'm here to make my bread and be authentic and not be um, watered down by the celebrities. So I understand that aspect. So I feel like she has to decide what aspect she wants to take in this time without bringing the Nikki party stuff together and the reason why I feel like that is because I feel like she's in a good spot and we're just not trying to like imagine a world where Tasha K can coexist with Nikki on the left Cardi on the right not saying like they'll be best friends but what I'm saying is when you do find yourself in the entertainment industry and you are able to coexist and be friends with both that is a very 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 sweet spot to be at so sit there don't try to okay because I'm cozy with this one now say what I always wanted to say about that one or because of this one pissed me off I'm gonna say something about that one no if you're going to be cool with them, where both exist, like exist. And if you're going to be in a world where um, where you can exist with one being on your left, one being on your right, not try not to be mixy and like, you know, bring news or whatever, which I don't feel like she would. Um, but I'm just saying that because, you know, it could it can happen. Right. Um, I just feel like just just kind of stay in the middle. Just stay in the middle. Like you're 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 right there. You're right there. Don't mess it up. Right. Um, so that's just my advice to Tasha K to just not allow um, you know, her emotions to pull her with the ebb and flows and to be strong in where she wants to be and how she wants to market herself moving forward. Anyway. According to The Shade Room, Chris Brown has been sued for allegedly assaulting a man in London nightclub earlier this year. All right. So according to The Shade Room, Rumi's hashtag Chris Brown was involved with another lawsuit after he allegedly smashed a man over the head with a bottle of Don Julio 1942 in February at Tape Nightclub in England. According to TMZ, Ab Diawa, I don't know how to say that person's name, claims the singer used the tequila bottle like a weapon. Um, this man who was assaulted described the attack as crushing blows to his head where he was knocked on conscious however this person who was assaulted who was allegedly assaulted by chris brown claims that they um that that didn't stop chris brown when he was knocked unconscious in addition he had to be hospitalized due to his alleged injuries which include cuts on his head and torn ligaments in his leg which while it is unclear what led to this alleged incident 
the victim says he knows Chris for nearly seven years and thought the singer was coming up to hug him at the nightclub. Reports state the victim injuries may be permanent. He claims to be suffering serious emotional distress and trauma. He is seeking damages from Chris Brown. All right. So, um, One thing I'm going to always say when I see people are seeking damages from these celebrities, it seems to me like a money grab. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, it's like, okay, well, it's a celebrity. I can sue him. I can sue her. Right. Um, so just just seeing that he's pursuing damages right there just makes me feel like, OK, this is a money grab. But we cannot negate the fact that this man does say he was allegedly assaulted. Right. I feel like if this man was indeed assaulted, I do feel like Chris should be held accountable for his actions because I feel like Chris has to realize that. Um, at some point, he can't um, continue on the same path of like hurting people. Um, he can't continue on the same path of not giving a fuck, right? I feel like he has to realize that his actions does have consequences. That is if this story is indeed true and it's not just a money grab. Again, this is all alleged, right? Um. As for this man, I would like to see how much I feel like to kind of um, to kind of like when you're analyzing these stories and stuff like that, I feel like to get the full grasp of what's going on, you want to know all the details. So if I'm able to know how much this man is um, seeking in damages, I can definitely tell like, OK, well, it's definitely a money grab. Right. Because even if like, let's say we don't know according to the shade room how this fight may have started but let's say him and shade um said him and shade him and chris brown were actually cool right he said he did know chris brown for seven years right and him and chris brown did get into a little scuffle right you all right so if i know you for seven years i'm in the industry it I like a friendship can develop can ensue and if we aren't on the best of terms right and i see you and we get into a little scuffle right a little scuffle if we're friends or whatever the case may be i'm like yo ma'am like you know like just this little scuffle but i have ulterior motives i would then go and sue you and make the damages seem worse than what they actually are so i just hope that there isn't like any foul play as it relates to this thing but yeah share your thoughts and comments down below if you're listening to this on youtube what are you thinking about chris brown being sued do you think he's being held accountable for his actions or do you feel as though it is a money grab let's start a conversation on this all right so this whole somebody back to come and get me this whole bari jt situation <laughs> I'm not even going to jump back into that. Um, I feel like JT cleared her name on The Breakfast Club and we're just going to keep it at that. All right. So do you remember a viral video of Krishan being... Okay, give me one second. I'm getting cold. Let me close this window.
Okay, that is much, much better. All right, so my question to you guys is, do you guys remember that viral video um, of a Krishan at, I think it was a baddies event? And I think it was like her stylist, makeup artist. I don't know. It was someone in the crew. And of course, we'll get more details on this. Um, but it was someone in her crew and she decided to just bang deck this person right in the face. I think this is the lady that is filing a lawsuit against Christian for the premiere party. So let's see what is on site had to say. Krishan Rock faces legal trouble as she is hit with a lawsuit alleging that she caused physical and emotional harm to another woman. The lawsuit brought by Irby LaShayla has been filed against Krishan Rock, which includes accusation of accusations of assault, battery and intentional infliction of emotional distress, according to Radar Online. According to the lawsuit, Irby attended the premiere of Krishan's reality show, Baddies East, on January the 22nd, 2023, where the alleged incident occurred. According to the woman, she visited Krishan to say hello and compliment her on her appearance. As mentioned in the lawsuit, Irby brought up a previous professional association with Krishan, then promptly turned around and started to walk away. Suddenly and without warning, Krishan physically assaulted Irby and Irby was tackled. The suit reads... The alleged victim has stated that she experienced both physical and psychological harm resulting in medical expenses. Irby's lawsuit is seeking damages of an unspecified amount. (laughs) Okay. Krishan, who announced her pregnancy with on-again, off-again boyfriend, Blueface in January was involved in a separate altercation with two women on the night in question. Okay, so that's the thing. We don't, all right, reading this article from its on site, I can't tell you that it was indeed the video that went viral. That's the first um one that popped up in my head, but the reports say that she was involved in two other altercations that night. So she fought three times. She fought three different people. So it could be the one in the video that went viral, but it can also be one of the other two. Now, my thing is, I like, I, I just be feeling like, Not that these celebrities shouldn't be held accountable for um, the things that they do. Because I'm telling you, if, let me tell you something. Make me get rich and famous. I mean, go on on the show. And on the thump off my face. Do we all make a sooner? But... And for those of you who didn't understand what I just said, I'm just saying if I was to ever become rich and famous, 
I would and and I would go to one of these shows and let's say someone like a Krishan knocks me in the face, I would definitely sue. However, on the other hand, I wouldn't wait 11 months, 10 to 11 months. What was the point of waiting so long? You know, and I feel like at, like when we're now hearing about it, I don't know when the lawsuit was filed. Um, that wasn't really specified in the article, but I'm assuming that if the lawsuit was brought against her a while back, we would have already had that conversation. So we're just going to assume, um, and it is wrong to assume, but just for the sake of argument that she just filed this lawsuit, it just makes me question everything. Like, sis, your injuries are healed emotionally, socially, mentally, you should be like, you should have moved on from this right now. We've all moved on from it. But then again, um, who knows? We can't tell one how to heal. We did discuss um, this yesterday and this is Gunplay being arrested again after he was caught violate, violating Von Shea's restraining order for the eighth time yeah this man mm, 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 mm. that was my dad and you mm -hmm. had four kids and you had all right so chris jenner oh um let's talk about her now i don't even know why i wanted to add chris jenner to the um lineup i normally don't i normally refrain from talking about the kardashians and the jenners and all of that but I don't remember what this story um, was from four days ago. So I can't remember what was going through my mind when I added it to the lineup. But we're going to listen to it together and figure it the hell out. So according to the Neighborhood Talk, Kris Jenner admits to cheating on her first husband, Robert Kardashian. Her first husband, Robert Kardashian, is her biggest regret in life i thought the grass was greener somewhere else yeah but a family this whole thing yes i know you were really young which is a big factor i think being really young and dumb is something that plays into it because you don't really understand the consequences of your actions. But what was my dad the consequences doing that made you want to look elsewhere? I don't know, because he was such a great husband and such a great dad. And I think that I fell into a situation where I thought that the grass was greener somewhere else. And I made a huge mistake. I'm that's like my life's biggest regret. When I got divorced, Robert and I became best friends. We talked on the phone all day long, helped each other through things all the time. And I did have regrets. I thought, wow, what was I thinking? So I just want Chloe to be really careful when she makes these decisions and she has to let somebody go. You know, I'm not proud of the way that I behaved during that time, but you know what? Everything happens for a reason. I really do live my life by thinking God has a plan. Mm -hmm. And without that whole thing happening, there never would have been Kendall and Kylie. Right. That 
Okay. So, um, let's dissect. I feel like to answer the previous question that was illuminating in my head, like, why the hell did I pick this story? I feel like maybe I had to listen to the clip because after listening to the clip, um, I've I've been feeling those same emotions. I even expressed that in our podcast yesterday, where it's like, you know, um, when I was a kid, I thought I was like doing all the right things. And then it's like when you grow older, it's like, what the fuck were you really doing? Like you had no idea and you still kind of don't have any idea. So I feel like when we're able to see people look back and say, hey, if I knew what I knew now, I would have made this decision. Um, I feel like that should be a learning lesson to us as especially us as women, because I don't really feel like men have much regrets. Or let me not say that because they be going through their midlife crisis, buying a new car at 50, doing all of this. But um, I just feel like it's really good when you can assess what you've been through and openly share it, right? Now, what I was going to say was when you when you guys are making decisions in your life especially if anyone that is typically younger listening to me um try to literally weigh out everything as it relates to work as it relates to marriage right are you thinking something is greener on the other side when you already have the Bentley parked in your driveway are you about to leave an 80 for a 20 it is a decision that a lot of people do later on regret in life right now what I really also wanted to say about Miss Kris Jenner is that she's a bad bitch like let's just like even though I'm not the biggest Kardashian fan I'm not a fan at all um of the Kardashians the Jenners I feel like they are beautiful women especially Kylie Jenner I feel like Kim is the social butterfly of the sisters but um um I just feel like overall like yes we say oh my god like Chris Jenner is controlling her children's life. She's saying, oh, um, Chris Jenner, like she the one that be putting out certain things on the media, and you can't really get into the circle. It's just always them and they protect each other and like da-da-da. Like, granted, we can say all these things, but really and truly, when you look into it, what the fuck is wrong with that? What the fuck is wrong with a group of sisters and a mom having a tight ass fucking bond where the mom cares about you, cares about your image, cares about everything to the point where she fights and she protects you publicly. Like, really, what is wrong with that? Isn't it like super awesome? They have these events and they, they get together as a family. They, they do all these different things. Like, is there really and truly anything wrong with it? Now, people do say Kris Jenner is controlling, um, but is it controlling or is it, hey, I've been here before, so let me show you what to do. Negative press is a no-no. 
right? So we we really and truly um, should assess the family and yeah, like maybe not look at them as they're like the. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that, but we should probably refrain from the negative comments and feedback and thoughts that we have about their family dynamic and again for those of you who watched keeping up with kardashians and you know all the intricate details of their life and you can like point out like small minute shit that happened like think about it don't small minute shit happen in your own family don't arguments come up for you and your family don't your sister date guys you date guys cousin date guys or whatever and shit happens within the family so I feel like shit happens but the structure like anyone who is like condemning the structure of this family dynamic I feel like should assess their own family dynamic that's one because we like to call a lot of things toxic this on the third and you know what while we're on the topic of the freaking car dashians right we're going to discuss right these girlies have been getting blamed for the beauty standard that they have created and how it's so impossible and why are they creating all these things when i feel like one they didn't even create the beauty standard let's just be real they weren't the ones who created it they liked it and they went along with it and then it became even more trendier right but what's wrong with them liking something choosing to do it now if you choose to be influenced by the beauty standard then that's on you that is on you but blaming these women for influencing a particular beauty standard when you choose to tune into them, I feel like, ugh. But anyway, I just wanted to touch on the Kardashians, Kris Jenner, and all of that because I just do feel like I refrain from talking about them and they do get a lot of negative flack in the media. So just kind of watching Kris Jenner real quick, you know, discuss, you know, how she's feeling and as, she, as it relates to her first husband, it did just bring up some of those um, things that I've heard in the media over the years. And I kind of just wanted to clear up and add my two cents to the Kardashians um, conversation. All right. So speaking of the Kardashians, we have Kylie Jenner here. But according to It's On Site, Black China speaks on Tyga kicking her out of their own home to date then 16-year-old Kylie Jenner. Says Tyga's friends packed up all of her things and kicked her out. All right, so let's listen. That's a gift. Why did that relationship end and why did you decide to move on? Um, I feel like it ran its course and then he started um, talking to Kylie at the time, which is like, I think she was like 16 or something. Mm-hmm. yeah and we was like um engaged and stuff so that's that's kind of like what ended it there did you, you how did you find out about that i feel like the same way everybody else did the internet the internet could be brutal brutal yeah. you found out through the internet that he was talking to kylie yeah damn damn and damn. how did you know to kind of like take it seriously because i feel like so often we see these things where people come forward with these you know, kind of crazy allegations sometimes they're true sometimes they're not so was mm-hmm. there kind of like a gut feeling that you had or a reason that you really 
Um, no, it was actually when Tiger's friends had threw me outside of his house. Yeah. They what? packed my stuff up and put it in my, well, his truck at the time. Yeah. Wait, wait, and, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And, you know, I never used to talk about these things, but I'm like, you know what? I think I'm kind of done with all that. And I feel like people need to hear like my side. You like know, what it's you've been, been through. Yeah, it's been years. I didn't come out and be the bitter baby mama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ah! Well, I mean, that that must be. <laughs> I feel like time is passed. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whatever. And then it can what? be scary too, right? I mean, yeah. at the time where you met Tyga, he's this star. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, very successful, uh, has a ton of fans. Yeah. You're on the come up so people don't know you as well. And like it's it's just super scary and intimidating to not only it's almost like you have to not only face them, their friends, you also have to face their audience and it must feel like you're never given the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like just that whole situation alone was kind of crazy for me. And I never really talked about this until today. Me and Kim, we were really good friends. You know, like I was on her show and all this stuff like that. We lived in the same community. And then her little sister started, you know, talking to Tyga, which was kind of crazy because she was like under eight. Okay. Hold on. And everybody had kind of came at me and started attacking me. And it's like nobody's seen like the betrayal that was like going on behind my back of me talking to somebody, Kim. And then your little her little sister, which she has no control over, you know what I mean? Started talking to my fiance and then I get attacked. And it's like, how does that work? But so, yeah, that was that was kind of crazy. Yeah. So and, and then what makes it even more wilder is like even the whole thing with me and um Rob, like after that, because Rob would like hit me up on the DM and I'm like, OK, what do y'all want now? Right. Like, what are y'all like? So like, it, what is it? Felt it felt almost like it was like, what are y'all trying to do to yeah. me now? Like, dude, why is your brother in my DM? And then I started talking to him and I'm like, OK, like this guy is like actually really cool. And like the type of person I am, if anybody meet me, like I always want to help and like live, like give like a lending hand, especially if I know like you got something. I'm like, you know, get up and do your thing. You know what I mean? Like you could pop out or do whatever it is that you want to do and I'll help you. And that's how that happened. And then we just fell in love and then we had dreams. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm- That's a gift. All right. So um, I was reading this comment here by... The shy's the limits. Um, the shy's the limit. I, I don't understand the name, but anyway, she says here. She says that's crazy. He has not been held accountable for dating a sixteen-year-old, a child. Oh, oh my lordy, lordy, loud. I don't really think people are ready to have this age conversation. I don't I don't think we're quite ready for it. Um now let's just speak on the specific story and then I'll speak on my opinion, right? Now, um Black China, I feel like this was a very bad situation for Black China. I remember watching it. I remember people feeling like, hey, yo, sis, one up the girls because she went and did what she did with Rob Kardashian. And China was like, hey, I wasn't even worried about them. I was just like, you know, moving along, moving along, moving along with my life, right? Now, 
Um, as it relates to her expressing how she feels, I feel like she is, I feel like the way in which she did it is very appropriate. Like, I don't remember like her coming out a couple years ago and being like, oh my God, um, blah, 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 like screw the Kardashians or whatever. Like, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't remember that. I just remember her suing them for her show, not being as, um, not being able to be on tv anymore and stuff like that i do remember that there was some tit for tat but i don't remember her like being really like vulgar with it right and i do feel like the best way to address certain negative emotions or negative experiences is to definitely just sit down express it or express it the way in which little uzi vert did yesterday so i feel like black china is just like you know clearing up some of the things that you know, we saw happen to her and she wants us to know, you know, her side. Totally fine. Understood. Um, Black China, I hope you have moved on because we have as well. Um, but good luck. Now, the conversation that I really want to have is with the age thing, right? Now, I am like... Listen to me. I'm going to put this disclaimer out there right now. Right now. You're entitled to your opinion. I am entitled to mine. Okay? This is not me condoning or saying that people should not be held accountable. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is we need uniform like we need unity like we need uniformity or whatever whatever the word is we need it to make sense all across the board right so this comment here that says you know like why hasn't he been held accountable for dating her when she was 16 all right I associate these, and it's something that just came to my mind, but I associate these situations where back in the gap, way long when um, older men dating 16-year-olds, disclaimer, when I was 16, I dated somebody who was extremely older than me. He was my first. Um, it happened when I was young. It happened. Was it not consensual? Absolutely not. I was the one who was actually like, hey, <laughs> let's do this thing. But Instead of all that to say that when I was 16, the person that I dated was much older. Now, um, because I've had that experience, I know what it's like to consent to something, but societal norms telling you like, hey, no, you're not consenting. This is that. This is that. Blah, blah, blah. So I have that aspect, right? So I'm coming from that point of view as well. That's one. Um, I also have. Okay. I'm really trying to like tread these lines very, very lightly, but I'm going to just get into it. If it, it would be like the equivalent, right? In 19. 19- Oh, when, right? In 1801, slavery was literally acceptable. Literally 
acceptable, something that everyone was partaking in. They didn't give no fucks. This is what we are doing. Dun, 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 dun. Right? That's what they did. Now, would it be... Would it be right to um, bring up some shit from 50 years ago, right? And then want to hold the person accountable? When everyone was doing it 50 fucking years ago? Right? Oh, I heard you had slaves a couple of years ago you're a racist but then it was like everybody in the community had slaves so how are you gonna call me a racist but you're not calling this that person that person a racist right so that's how i kind of that's that's like the, the thought process and where i'm going with this now we see the bill cosby we see the um the r kelly's we, we, we see we, we see it right we, we see it all going on now, my question, the question that I have, I have no issues with these men being held accountable 50 plus years later. What I'm saying is, if we as a community are going to hold one person accountable, let's hold the whole fucking field accountable. So the the man, the white man with the island, with the, with the freaking kids... His reputation need to be um, tarnished. Mr. Playboy, his reputation need to be um, tarnished. All these other people who created these different things for, um, for it to be okay for, for these things to go on, their reputation should also be tarnished. Okay? So I get it. We're on Tiger right now and Tiger needing to be held accountable for dating 16 year old Kylie. But uh, what I'm saying is if no one said anything at that fucking time, not the mother, not the father, not Kylie, not the fans, not anyone, not Kylie, not Kylie. Why are we now going to say, oh, Tiger needs to be held accountable for, for this thing? When he wasn't the only one at that time dating girls. Okay, he's what? I don't know how old he was. Maybe he was like in his 20s, you know, early 20s, whatever. She's 16, blah, blah, fresh out of whatever. Like, I don't think people really think things through um, when they decide to say them. I feel like people project their own things on to other people's situation because again if mommy daddy didn't complain this was public fans didn't complain um it wasn't one of those things where it was something behind the scenes cops never showed up at the residence no one was going on social media like if these things never occurred why would we now hold them accountable for that why And th th that's the comment I, I was kind of responding to. And like I said, um, the reason why I even brought up the whole slavery um, I ideas, and I hope you guys are able to correlate this too, is that if everyone was doing it, right, everyone should either be held accountable or we're going to turn a blind eye to everyone. 
because again, everyone was fucking doing it and no one was saying shit. And I'm talking about slavery. I'm not talking about Tiger situation. But anyway, um, that just kind of like popped into my mind. And I kind of like wanted to express those sentiments. I don't think I, I don't think Tyga should be held accountable for dating Kylie Jenner. Um, if we're going to hold Tyga accountable for dating Kylie Jenner, then we're going to have to hold Chris Jenner um accountable for knowing about what was going on. We're gonna have to hold dad accountable. We're going to have to hold a lot of other people accountable. Right? Do you see the rabbit hole that you go down when you start doing that? Okay. Um and look, I'm here for a debate. I'm here for learning, growing, and understanding new ideas and stuff like that. So definitely, if you're watching this on YouTube, share your thoughts and comments down below. Let me know how you're feeling about this. Do you feel like, yo, we should judge up all of this past shit and hold these people fucking accountable, hold a few individuals accountable? Or do you believe, like me, if we're going to go through the work of judging up all of this old shit, we're holding every motherfucking every everybody accountable no no straights like everybody's being held accountable and we're gonna move forward and if we can't hold everyone fucking accountable then we're all going to turn a, a blind eye to it all right but yeah um went off on a little tangent there but hey when am i not going off on a tangent um so according to it's on site, Krishan Rock responds to some of Walker's latest message re regarding her TikTok video. Sorry. Yeah, acting like I won't beat anybody in my path. Uh... Then your response for the shade room was kind of like, okay, cool. You Okay, cool. <laughs> you're the same bitch reaching out talking about hey do you need any help uh i see how this new mommy shit don't worry about it and then you the same bitch <laughs> that joined the hate train the, the mockery the joke of rock all right but 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 i ain't making no mockery of you having three fucking kids no man in a fucked up bbl like my nigga a lot of motherfuckers Y'all got no room to talk about or mock people, joke on people for the fun of it. Check your life before you start fucking playing with other people. Real shit. And then y'all acting like I won't beat the shit out of anybody that crossed my path. Like, stop playing with me, my nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's kick and giggle. Fuck. The fuck? Take on your clout. Everybody clout chasing off me. That shit is evil as fuck. All right. So... Um, that's what Krishan Rock had to say. And I do hope that this is the last of this um incident. I do feel like um she's being completely honest when she say, Hey, you know what? You acting like I won't give it up how I give it up, right? So there's that aspect of it, and also I feel calling somewhere walker out right a lot of people because they're not happy within their own lives they they tend to like point the finger and make jokes about the other person so when um the other when the other person decides to clap back now it'd be like Ooh, 
So I feel like it is one of those moments. I feel like um, if Summer Walker wants to continue on this villain era, I just do think she needs to understand that, hey, clap back season and be ready for it. Or she can take the approach from now and <laughs> take a new direction. Hey, but I do feel like, hey, Krishan is allowed to stand up for herself. And when I when I don't send for you and you come for me, the door is the door is the hell open. I, I feel like that's full game for me to respond to you however I want to. So that's what um Krishan had to say and Minarangar. All right, so oh my god. According to the shade room, Russell Wilson rented out the entire Waffle House to celebrate Sierra's birthday. We did wish Sierra a happy birthday a couple days ago. You know how Cece is. Um but let's look and see what Russell did for, for her. Babe, this is like this is like next level. This is like top top. My honey knows how much I love Waffle House. He rented out the whole Waffle House, and I am the happiest girl in the world. This is crazy. Well, it's the M.I. Crooked Lips. They're coming around the South from the Clinton. Having the lows in that old Southern South, please. Ain't nothing but instance in my atmosphere. I'm being the corners in my lap, why? Cause that's how we been rolling here. Hey, babe. This is like... For sure, one of the most epic things that you've ever done. Waffle House. I know that pregnant belly of yours wants some some waffles and some eggs. Yeah, I need all that. All right. So I feel like this is an example of, you know, how, you know, when someone cares for you, they decide to go above and beyond for you. And I also feel like this is an example of like kind of like regular Degler stuff. Now, what do I mean by that? She's literally at a Waffle House. She's Cece. She's not on some yacht somewhere having drinks. She's not, um, like, she doesn't have the spectacular part. Like, she's not, like, it's not like a a grandi like it is grandiose because look he literally rented out a waffle house but what i'm saying is let's say you're not somebody who can afford to rent out a waffle house like it's still cool to take your girl out to the waffle house because you know hey she enjoys it and it's for her birthday it's like okay i watch you i know what you love so let's just do what you love on your birthday it's your day i don't have to go and go get birkin go get cars go fly you out to 20 different locations don't get me wrong there is also a time for that there is a time for the flying out for the cars and all of that but i do think that there is a time to recognize love and just appreciate your partner for who they are and doing what they love and spending time with them when you know your partner so i feel like this was a really amazing gift and it should be showing the youngins that hey look it ain't nothing wrong with going to a waffle house for your birthday nothing wrong with it 
So, um, yeah, shout out to these two. All right, so Aisle E did sit down with the shade room, and one of the comments she made was about Doja Cat saying that she has the best cosmetic surgery in the game, and she also claims that Carmelo Anthony tried to shoot his shot. Let's listen. We're gonna do a cute little rapid fire. Okay. Okay. To to Ooh. to send us off. Who would you say has got the best cosmetic surgery in the game? Doja Cat. Does she have some? Girl, you seen the juicy video. Okay, Doja. Uh, what's the best compliment you've ever received? It's your beauty, not your booty. <laughs> Who are three public figures who've shot their shot at you? Post-divorce. Post-divorce, pre-divorce, pre-single, post-single, all the things. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Is that Carmelo? Really? When? When he was married to Lala? Post-divorce. Okay, post-divorce. I love you, Lala. I love Lala. <laughs> this is, I love her too. Yeah, Carmelo. Because I was ready to fight if it was, if it was, if it was. No, 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 no. Right, right, no, right. No, no. <laughs> One that I'm definitely not responding to now is Jack Boy. Okay, you're on your last one. Just one more. Okay, Big Baby. Big Baby. Glenn Davis, NBA. Oh, say Big Baby. We'll keep it safe. Okay, keep see, it safe. You leaving the comments under that. <laughs> uh, what's a question you wish you'd get asked but never is? What will make you happy? Well, what would make you happy? To have the stability is what I crave most. To have the structure, the daily routine. Mm -hmm. I know it's so boring and it's so like corny. This is why candies with Todd. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like just to keep one hundred. <laughs> it's just because she. Are you saying Todd is boring? He gets. <laughs> <laughs> He gives her daily. No, I understand where he you're gives saying. her the daily routine. He takes yeah. care of the kids. She provides, you know, what I'm saying stability. The stability. Uh, well, what's a question you get asked a lot, in which people would just stop? How did it feel like when you got your butt done? Huh? <laughs> well, how did it feel? Like? <laughs> now I gotta ask you. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. First yeah. of all. When you took the fat from one section and transferred to the next section, yeah. you couldn't lay down. You couldn't. You were bleeding out of places. Mm -hmm. and you were sick. It was not a good feeling. Yeah, I got my butt done in 2015. Mm -hmm. We are in 2023. Mm -hmm. Now I love my booty results. I maintain it. Yeah. I keep it up. I had a pregnancy. It got bigger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You guys better respect them girls. Y'all be talking about with the ant bodies. Because respect the ant bodies. Respect the ant bodies. They, the went, ant through bodies. they <laughs> went through a lot. Yeah. To get them hips and the ant yeah. shape. Okay. And it will drop. Like Nikki said, the ants will drop. That's the one thing I got out of this interview. Respect <laughs> the ant bodies. They went through a lot. All right. So I really, really love that. Um, young lady who be do sit down and doing these interviews for the shade room. I don't know who she is. I don't know if she's like the owner or she works for shade room. I, I know nothing about shade room. All I know is that they influence culture and they always have these amazing topics on their blog. So there, <laughs> I'm going to be there. But anyway, right? Let's um discuss now. They pointed out just a few things about what she said but she did she did mention a lot so 
honestly, saying that Doja Cat has the best cosmetic surgery, I didn't even think Doja Cat had cosmetic surgery. I feel like it would be maybe like a Beyonce that has like the best cosmetic surgery. I don't know because you just can't tell. Um, but that's you know, that's just my opinion. Now, Carmelo Anthony. Um, shooting his shot I feel like hey look if he's a free single man he can do whatever he wants if you and Lala weren't like close friends I feel like everybody is friends in the industry and I friends with air quotes of course but I feel like because everyone is friends in the industry they all kind of date each other right so I feel like if we're not close like bestie friends then um you know like it shouldn't have been an issue but anyway um there's also that now she did speak about those those ass shots she did speak about the bbl or whatever you want to call them i don't know the ass shots bbl i don't know the difference i don't want no difference because i have no intention of getting um anything done to my back area i got a little junk in my trunk and i'm good okay but um I just always hear about how tumultuous these um, experiences are after you're done the BBL or after you've done whatever it is that you've done, after you've done the work. And um, even lipo, even I never really hear too much about negative experiences with the breast um, implantation, but I have heard about the lipo and the BBLs. And I would assume even if you do get a breast implant, I do feel like you're going to feel some form of soreness if you're going into surgery and you're going in the A cup and coming out of double D. Like I do feel like you're going to experience something, some kind of side effects, right? So I just feel like all in all surgery is, look, I did say like this is just between me and you guys that I would do like the LiPo 360 um maybe like next year or so when I'm able to like kind of see of the finances to do it and also like develop the mental capacity to um actually go in you know because I feel like that in itself is like all right you got to build up the strength to actually go sit down with these people um so it's like a lot going on there but hey look if I do do it, y'all be the first to know what my experiences are. I feel like Azel E, um, let me just say, Azel E is, the thing is, when you are constantly in the media, like Azel E was, where she was on um, reality TV, then after being on reality TV, going through such a tumultuous divorce, I can appreciate the Shade Room for inviting her to do an interview or whether she reached out to them, it doesn't really matter. But just for sitting down doing the interview to distract us a little bit from, from everything else. And I feel like she is aging perfectly. I feel like her career, like, it's not not like Beyonce or anything, but it's Asian. Well, it's like we can go down in history. Like, oh yeah, Angel E was the one who was on reality TV. She did this, she did that. But hey, here she is now. You know, mommy living life. I just feel like um, it didn't turn out to be like a bad story for um, Angel E watching her growing up, which is always a good thing because you never know how someone's story will end, right? So I just feel like let's appreciate and celebrate people when they are on the right track now let's move on now Dwight Howard 
um, according to the Neighborhood Talk, was receiving criticism amid the news that he had consensual sex with men. And basically his exact words were, whatever I'm doing in my bedroom is my damn business. And I agree with this man. Spend my time with. That's the problem with y'all people. Y'all worried about who people spend their time with. Whatever I'm doing in my bedroom is my damn business. Whatever you doing in your bedroom is your damn business. That ain't for everybody. And everybody don't need to know. You ain't got to say anything about what you're doing in your fucking house. It's your house. You ain't got to explain that to nobody. No matter what they say, they can say anything. Who gives two shits? Y'all too damn nosy worried about what I'm doing in my bed. Hell, the people who know what's going on in my bed, they know what the hell going on with my bed and what the hell I do in it. That ain't for everybody on the internet. That ain't for no blogs. That ain't for no websites. I don't got to tell nobody where I put my wood at since y'all want to get to it. That ain't nobody business where I put my shit at. Y'all just weird. If you want to know what people doing in their bedroom and who they messing with and sleeping with, you are weird. You're the weird one. Oh, shoot. Y'all heard about that? Dwight, they said Dwight was in a text message and a guy. Nigga, who cares? Who cares who I was text messaging? You just mad because I want text messaging. Yo, spend my. All right, so here it is, Dwight Howard um, speaking out again about his um, the dilemma that he is currently going through. And how do I feel about it? I just feel like, hey, look, this man is speaking his truth, right? And I feel like as human beings, we should be able to take a page out of this man's book and live authentically as you are. You know what I mean? And don't really give two fucks about what the next person is going to say. So I respect and I applaud Dwight Howard for standing 10 toes down on his beliefs and being authentic to himself and living his life you know I feel like some people they would have came on here and have been like oh no it's not true and blah blah and we're like hey <laughs> the milk is in the pudding like we we, we kind of see everything but um I like the fact that he's just like hey mind y'all business all right so let's um discuss Caesar from Black Ink crew now according to the shade room caesar emmanuel claims black and crew made 1.2 billion billion b-i-l-l-i-o-n just so that that can register for you guys but the cash didn't receive but but the cast didn't receive a percentage of that money so my question is caesar how much did you really get paid right let's listen to what he had to say first though you don't even know how much you're really making bro i was just curious right i was just curiosity right i had my lawyer look into like how much advertising money black ink made right Mm -hmm. for the whole 10 year span bro when he brought the numbers back i pissed my pants on one bro what was that bro 1.2 billion what? 
over 10 years of advertising. Bro, bro, like, I gave you one point. The leak, the, the follow to Love and Hip Hop. Yes. Yeah. 1.2 billion? What? The whole cash didn't even get 1% of that, bro. 1. All right. That's my bad. Y'all got that. Now it's my turn to eat now. They got that bad. Bro, that's off one show. They I, got, they, they, we ain't even talking about exactly. They got that bag, so that's a, that's, that's over that's over a hundred million a year just off of but one it's, show. It's not even a year. Think about it. It's it's still a year because it comes back, but in months. Yeah, but it's still it's over. It's over. No, time. you know it's, what I'm saying though. Yeah, no, but, but, but in the month, it's like three, four months, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's what now. Yeah, not even the yeah. season is, is what we used to. They used to no, they used weeks? to no, they used to run us for twenty four mm -hmm. for a little. So you say like a couple months, but then so three, that's and, six months. That's half 624. That's half a year. That, in, in, in working time on television, that's definitely and a no, year. And, and no, that's, right, that, that's just for that 10 years. We're not talking about now because we streaming on, on Peacock, this, that. Oh, that. Like, do you yo, get residuals from that? Get residual what, bro? <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay you. Know, you what? what? <laughs> you don't even know how much you're really making. Bro, I was just curious, right? All right, so um, I just feel like <laughs> remember earlier I expressed my sentiments on the Tyga dating Kyle while she Kylie while she was sixteen, and I feel like that is a very controversial opinion that I have because. Of course, it's not the popular opinion, but um, I have another one. <laughs> and hopefully I don't go off on this tangent for too long. But I do feel like the industry preys on young juvenile delinquents. Young juvenile delinquents i do feel like the industry prey on them because they know that as a society um look they, we have the one percent and the 99 so as society we're 100 like 99.9 percent .9 of the time a part of the 99 percent so because we come from where we come from we don't we want to see one of us prosper. So we enjoy seeing the started from the bottom. Now we're here. We enjoy seeing um, people's glow up, people's success. Um, we may not support them as much when they get there. When they arrive to the destination, we may bring back our support because, I mean, mentally psychology i don't really um psychologically i don't really know what's going on there maybe we we can't really relate to that person as much anymore maybe um we feel like this person has outgrown us or this person is no longer within our 90, the 99 they're now in the one percent but whatever for whatever reason when they actually arrive at the destination for some reason we don't really care but what the industry does know and I feel like they they do research on this. We 
love, 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 love a glow up story where you are a juvenile delinquent. You literally come from under a fucking rock. And then what the industry does is they plastic you up. They create some drama or they they do something to make you famous and and, and, and and whatever right and then they dispose of you and I feel like the reason why they do that one because of course we as the audience like to see um someone from where we're at grow up and um be successful because it reaffirms our own um, beliefs that somehow we will also be successful. That's there. That's that aspect. And then two, because you're a juvenile delinquent, because you are someone who isn't so smart, you're young, you're hungry out here in these streets, you will literally sell yourself short. So the industry knows to prey on young people who are just like even even in basketball in football in in all these different things because the contracts that these people sign entering into their into their career isn't what they would sign five ten years down into their career now is it to say hey you know what um People have entry-level jobs, right? You start off and you start off from the bottom. But when you start off at an entry-level job, you you climb your way up to the top, right? And I feel like in these celebrities' cases, in most cases, they do what Holly Weird wants them to do in terms of stand in front of the camera, do all of this, show all, show all these, these negative aspects, show your trauma, connect with the audience through the trauma. And of course, they're not coaching you to do this. They've already vetted you and know that you will actually do this without them telling you. Um, so you, you, you bring all of this and you engage the audience just for, they know the audience will then see like a glimmer of success in your eyes and then may not be as interested in your story or they know like, Hey, audience, they tend to genuinely move on. And then they just dispose of you. Bye-bye. We don't want you anymore. And I feel like that is something that someone needs to do in the industry is correct that. But guess what? Here goes the fucked up part about it where Charlemagne the God always says, hurt people, hurt people. So after you've now been exposed to this, right, being a dumbass kid going into industry making it and all that realizing that hey you were just played right you know what you know what the industry then does you know what holly weird then does do you know the psychological process that goes in these people's minds all right i'm 30 i'm 40 i'm 50 i'm about to scope out the next person to do exactly what was done to me, which is what this is, which is why the cycle repeats itself. 
this is why the cycle repeats itself. Because if you realize who's at the top now, right? Um, they've just been they've just been breaded, right? For doing the same exact thing that was done to them. And this is not me. Like there are um people in Hollywood who calls out the bullshit the Joe Buttons of the world who be like, no, 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 no. And here we have Caesar as well explaining what happened. We had Dave Chappelle. We So there are those whistleblowers in Hollywood and there are those people who are like, hey, you know what? Um, let me, let me, let me teach my people, right? And if they're not like, let me teach my people, they're helping in some way, shape or form change the the way the industry runs however there are some people <laughs> in hollywood that choose to repeat these cycles and how i know that they're choosing to repeat these cycles look at krishan rock and look at natalie nunn we literally like and I'm not saying that Natalie Nunn is like because Natalie Nunn like if you see this girl I'm not insulting you but you like she's literally mm -mm. yeah she may make money and you know blah, blah blah she may be in charge and she may be like the top dog but is she really the top dog you know but what I'm trying to say is we were raised on looking at Natalie Nunn and blah, blah, blah. There was a point where Natalie Nunn had gotten, like, um, married. And I think she was still trying to figure it out. And then it was watching Blueface do what Blueface did. And then it's like, oh, hey, I was dumb enough to do all this shit I did back then. Let me get a group of girls who would be dumb enough to do this shit again. And then we pepper we continue the cycle now again i'm not um saying that natalie nunn is a person that's responsible for it i'm just saying we um and then and then you hear then you hear then you hear listen to what you hear right you hear again not not calling you out natalie nunn i'm just using you as an example because you were like literally the first one that came to my mind then you hear natalie nunn right she's the one that's making the big bucks right while Blueface is here cursing out Krishan saying, what are you even making from baddies? So five, 10 years from now, Krishan's gonna look around like, wait, how much did baddies make? Oh, millions, possibly a billion in this situation. How much did I make? Right? Because they know like when you're, you're, when you're young, you're a kid, you, you, they give you a, a couple like, a couple they give you a house they give you a car give you a couple jewelry a couple bags you're good but yeah like that's just the tangent that i i wanted to go off on um after seeing this clip i i, I did warn y'all i did warn y'all ahead of time that i was gonna go off on this tangent right so <laughs> sorry about that the cough it it's not going anywhere um, if y'all can see, okay, so if y'all are like on the um audio podcast, of course, y'all can't see this, but if y'all on YouTube, let's just take a 30 second break. All right, so y'all hear my cough, right? 
every night I sleep. I have the, um, this is so bad. It's so, so bad. This is why I'm sick and I know it and I refuse to correct it. Anyway, I have the heater on, right? And I have this window open. Y'all heard me say I was going to close it earlier. I have this window and this window over here open. So the cold air is literally coming in while the heat is on and it's knocking me because I'm right there on the bed. So yeah, mm, just out here getting sick. But let's um move on. All right. So according to its on site excuse me according to its on site a wild woman allegedly killed four men after luring them with sex then drugging and robbing them now i'm not even going to read this um right up what i am going to say is this is a part of what I was talking about earlier right we if we're going to hold remember with the whole Tyga Kylie whatever 60 um 16 whatever conversation we had earlier if we're going to hold people accountable for um preying on people then it needs to be fair across the border so this woman being held accountable for luring drugging and robbing not one lick of blood clot manana not even two sell like a tree some no the woman gonna we are four The woman gone, we are four. Tell me, sir, the power of the pump pump not really in no in, in, in work. Oh, you want as a woman. Look how all the woman steal. Luring four different men. I never never read the story, but let me read it. Oh, so it's according to it's on site. A 33-year-old woman from Hawaii has been charged with four counts of murder after allegedly meeting men for sex and drugging them to steal their belongings. According to Hawaii um, Attorney General's office per people. Rebecca Auburn of Columbus is accused of drugging the men to paralyze them before robbing them. Don't buy sex in Hawaii. It ruins lives and could cost you yours. Hawaii Attorney General Dave Holst said in a statement in the press release, investigators have connected Auburn to four overdoses and robberies that occurred between January and June. Okay, okay. So I I was a little bit wrong. I thought like after reading the way how it's on site did this write up, I'm like, okay, she had four men at once. So it's not four men at once. It's over the course of six months. Right? From January to June. So let me just clear um that nugget up. The the 
the headline kind of misled me there, but that's fine. Um, I'm happy we read through it and we were able to get the clarity that we needed for this story. Anyway, let's continue. No further details were disclosed on the type of drugs used on the men and Auburn supposedly drugged them. Auburn also faces multiple felony charges, including involuntary manslaughter, aggravated robbery, and trafficking in drugs. Um, police suspect additional suspect additional victims may be emerging. Anyone who has information, come forward. All right, so come. Mech would discuss this. This woman here, she needs to be held accountable for her actions. And in this write-up, it said that it was involuntary um, manslaughter. I need it to be murder. And I need it to be the... I don't know which one, if it's first degree, second degree. Look, I haven't, I haven't been back. I haven't been to class in a long time, so I can't really remember the the freaking legal terminology. But um the it's the it's the premeditated, premeditated murder. Because if this is over the course, and this is just something, you know, of course the, the attorney's gonna decide what they want to do, but this is just my like opinion sitting in the corner of my room deciding you know in the last situation i feel like yo um it is over the course of six months and they were able to land um four guys like my nigga you had to have known that the drugs that you were given to them were killing them so the after the first freaking time that you did it and you realize that okay 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 that would have been involuntary manslaughter but I feel like it's then premeditated murder for the next three because you literally scoped out what you were going to do, brought the drugs, did everything, and decided to do that. So, um, yeah, I just feel like she should definitely be held accountable to the full extent of the law. I feel like going around um, preying on anyone, women, men, child i don't care who it is that you're preying on it just should not happen like i feel like i didn't want to i didn't want to say it but i just be feeling like um people be doing certain things and they feel like they're like innocently doing it but it's like no it's it's not innocent it's not I'm like mm -mm. i just i just don't i just don't like it but anyway um let's move on from this hawaii woman i don't think she's gonna come out anytime soon all right so we haven't heard from zanique in like forever in terms of the blogs of course she is active on her social media accounts but i'm talking about like seeing her in the blog right so was anyone surprised when they saw the neighborhood talk that um said that whoop uh, Zanique says her Snapchat was hacked after a video of her dancing topless hits the timeline. Her exact words were, y'all, somebody hacked my Snapchat and leaked that bullshit as video wasn't even nobody child or else I would have tried my best. Oh, well, niggas lame. I just feel like, again, um, this kind of behavior is 
absolutely unaccept unacceptable if someone um chooses to share their body with you they've chosen to do so with you not with the entire internet internet and i'm just saying that in general because that's what we normally see where a woman sends a picture to a man and the man decides that he wants to out her in this situation the person literally went into her phone so this is even more diabolical like you literally she didn't even send you anything like you literally went into her phone to hack her snapchat to like do that like even if you didn't even hack the phone like let's say you did it where you got the passcode or what like you had to like hack into her like hack into her privacy like cross her boundaries like i just feel like this kind of behavior is just ridiculous but um she seems to not be too badly affected by this so yeah shout out to her now what i want to say is as you guys can see um according to the shade room miss angela white got a new bae um it seems like her new boo is Derek milano um i mean angela like at this point black china do what you please i am happy for you i do feel like um i I have seen what one thing I can um, give her kudos for. I have seen her take a break from men. Like I have, I have seen her do that. So because I've seen her taking a break from men, I feel like she should now have the maturity and should have healed from a lot. And I do see her doing her healing and stuff like that. You know, with her changing her life, like Alexa Sky. So I do feel like hey maybe she is really ready for a to enter into a new relationship and so her new chapter right so celebrate you know angela and her new man <laughs> all right so here we have kanye west kanye ex kanye explains why he turned his back on the culture now i think one of the biggest issues with um Kanye's career is this right here um I think he is a very successful black man a very rich black man I think where Kanye may have stepped wrong in his career was with this um with the things that he kind of said I remember like how he said in, in in his song like um what dump her and get a get a white girl some some something something he had said in his song and we like screamed it um from the top of our lungs just to see him later marry um Kim Kardashian so he was he was being authentic in his in 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 his lyrics but again i don't feel like this like um destroys his career or anything i just feel like that's been his like I just feel like that's where the disconnect between Kanye and the black community is. Um, the black community feeling neglected by Kanye because we love him. We love his music. We love when he starts calling out the industry. We have a genuine love relationship with um, Kanye West. Even when he be off the bonkers we'd be like nah that's yay we love him we're standing we're, we're standing beside him you know you know the meme that's my man and i'm gonna stand beside him 
yes, I feel like the culture has been like that with Kanye West. I think the biggest issue has been um, this 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 here. But let's um, listen. What do you say to people <laughs> that say you turned you turned your back on? the culture or exactly 100 percent. i have turned my back on the idea of victimization mentality we are locked up we went from one and four we went from one and four to one and three but we always pointing at the white people but yet we want to spend all of our money on foreigns we want to spend all our money on luxury as opposed to going and buying some land America is for sale and there's a lot of barren land. Disney bought a lot of it in Florida, but the culture has you focused so much on fucking somebody bitch and pulling up in a foreign and rapping about things that could get you locked up and then saying you about prison reform. Mm. Like it's bro. We brainwashed out here, bro. Come on, man. This is a free man talking. What do you say to people <laughs> that say, Okay, I can I can get jiggy with um what he says. I can definitely get jiggy with that. I do believe that you know as um as a culture as and and I'm not even like the I wouldn't even say like black community, but like um rap community, um Hollywood and and rap and hip hop and stuff like that. I do feel like we do need to graduate um the way in which we do things. But again, remember what I said before, right? Of how Hollywood, Hollywood's like, they pick the people who are in the fucking trenches, right? And prop them up. People who don't know better. The people that they're like, we're like, we're like blaming the little babies, the little dirks. We're like, we're like blaming these little kids right when who started it who started the gangster rap who started all of this right now the children were influenced by that not only were they influenced by that they've now seen that hey i can be successful doing this thing you're a child you don't and, and 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 think hip hop, think rap. We don't really see children in hip hop and rap who are starting hip hop, starting in the hip hop and rap, their rap career, um, seeing people buying land. No, they don't really see people selling crack. They don't really see people doing some real bad shit. So here we are, um, like throwing what they said, like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Like I just feel like you kind of have to um take accountability a little bit um Kanye in terms of yes you want to separate yourself from a toxic culture but remember the toxic culture is one what built you two um it's like if you want to make it better, you see something wrong with it, then fix it. Don't ignore it because then you're going to ignore it. Act like, oh, uh, my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. I'm making my money over here. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the issues that we're having with Holly Weird. People not making the money that they're supposed to be making. People knowing better but not doing better. People having more knowledge but not wanting to share with the younger generation. People blaming the younger generation for creating the issues but not holding the... Um, 
not even say not holding them accountable, but not like holding the people in power who have these diabolical plans to um, contain an entire community account. Like we're not holding those people accountable. The people who pull the strings, right? We'll see the puppet moving like this, right? And we'll wonder, oh, hey, why the puppet is moving like that? But hey, it's not the puppet controlling. It's the person who controls the strings. So I feel like Kanye and the Jay-Z's and all these different people of the world, because you know all the moving pieces, like, my dude, why not? You know? It's like I can call out the ne- all the bad and negative things with about the culture and the community, but I'm not doing anything to fix it. I've actually chosen to separate myself from it because I see all these bad things. And it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. But then how is it going to change? Because you know better, right? You can't blame the youngins. You can't blame the fans because the youngins are doing what they're told and the fans is doing is just continuing everything that they've been doing, right? But yeah, that's what Kanye um had to say. Again, I understand his viewpoints. I just feel like, Mm, I don't know. Okay, so shout out to Shakari Richardson and Sharika Jackson for being nominated for the Women's World Athlete Award. Um, the uh, World Athlete of the Year Award. I feel like when someone fucks up and they fall on their face as bloggers, as people in the entertainment industry, we're able to say, oh, Shakari should smoke weed. Shakari lost. Shakari this. Shakari that. But when someone is on top, we find it really hard to celebrate them. So shout out to you, Shakari. This is well-deserved. You've had an amazing season as it relates to your track career. And girl, just, just keep doing you. Just keep doing you. I feel like she is learning from, from her past and she's navigating this industry the way she should, right? And look, everyone... Look, everybody has a bad, bad start. Hey, it's all about how you finish. All right. Um, before we play this, happy birthday, happy belated birthday to Toya. And let's just take a look to see how um she celebrated. Hold on, was this her birthday party or was it uh, a Halloween party? You know what? Let me say it's a Halloween party because I don't see birthday anywhere here. I don't know why I assumed it was her birthday, but let's just take a look at Toya enjoying um, her Halloween party. all right so it's kind of like choppy but it is her birthday oh my god i just read that so it says so she says i love my city new orleans y'all showed the fuck out what a way to end my birthday yes so i was correct i wasn't just being delulu um i did see something that made me know it was like subconsciously her birthday so i just kind of said it but anyway 
moving along happy birthday toya the beautiful the beautiful magnificent um toya so um we went over this story with krishan and summer walker i have it here twice i don't gotta go through that now this is another krishan um blue face thing honestly You know what? I am going to choose to bypass um, this Krishan Blueface story because what the fuck is different, right? Ooh! <laughs> For those of you who are listening to the audio podcast, you don't know who just showed up on my screen, okay? <laughs> Megan the Stallion, all right? She is that girl her 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 okay she is her all right so megan the stallion has her new song coming out on november the 3rd this friday so don't forget to pre-save it it's called cobra now meg i love you i love the glam i love everything i am not the biggest snake fan not the least bit the biggest snake fan actually snakes are my least favorite least 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 bring back remember that dog that um money bag yo gave you bring bring that bring that back that i was here for those pictures those moments i'm here for this snake moment that you're trying to create babe like oh like seriously but again because i really do love megan the stallion her artistry her as a person um everything that she does create aesthetically um her ideas i am going to embrace cobra this um friday and if we have a chance we'll definitely listen to a piece of it on friday shout out to megan the stallion and this is back out on these streets okay all right so what i am going to do is i'm not going to pay attention to the krishan and blue face mix up but i am going to celebrate krishan rock showing off her new smile she has the tooth in and it seems like it's staying this time hopefully it does because i feel like krishan looks so much more beautiful with the tooth i feel like not having the tooth have become like a staple for her and her brand however like look how cute she looks it's like once you see that light skin no tooth girl walking down um you know with the blue face tattoo you know it's krishan but like look at it with the tooth though Let's pray. Yeah. <laughs> um, it reminds me of Joshua's co right now. I can't wait to put my tooth in. All right. So I know um, Krishan, she has this one tooth that she literally pops in and out of her mouth. Um, I hope that this one is indeed permanent, but we'll definitely take a look. And I feel like this is something that I would like to celebrate of hers. Okay, you know what? We're not even <laughs> this year. Jay's okay. So you know what? Let's see how long we've been at it. Okay, so we've been at it for an hour and forty-five minutes. 
um i think we can allow for the rest of the chitty chatty chatty bang bang for tomorrow let me see how many stories we have blong 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 okay so we have quite a few stories okay so you know what i'm going to do i'm not going to add any more stories to our lineup for tomorrow um we're just going to keep what we have and just keep jumping into that it's crazy i still didn't even get to run through it okay you know what that is totally totally fine what i'll do is i'll vet these stories today in terms of which ones are actually dope and worth talking about and i might remove some of like the mediocre stuff but anyway it's an hour and 48 minutes that's all i have for today because assist got to go to the people them work my i forgot the people them job if i never have to go to the people them job would i sit on yes we don't know for all five hour ten hour but true i have to go to the people them job make we just close it out and oh we're gonna close it out is we're gonna close it out with the quote of the day which is by napoleon hill and it says again for those of you who are tuning in a little bit later it says if you cannot do great things do small things in great ways so um, for those of you who are struggling with um, these grandiose, grandiose ideas that you guys have, and it's like, I want to do big things, I want to do the big things, but you're not quite where you want to be, start out small, set those stepping stones up for your major successes. All right. So, um, yeah. And for those of you who are closing out with me this is literally how i close out every day i don't want to leave i still want to stay and like you know discuss the stories with you guys i really do but duties responsibilities definitely call so again i am k this is chat with kst our entertainment podcast you guys were able to see what we actually do over here and yeah Visuals are always on YouTube. Audio is on the podcast platforms and Milwaukee. Mm, but later, guys. Bye.